Welcome to the podcast of the Unitarian Universalist Area Church at First Parish in Sherborne. No matter who you are, who you love, we welcome you into our community of religious seekers. Please join us for our Sunday worship services at 10.30 a.m. More information can be found on our website at uuac.org or visit our Facebook page at Sherborne Unitarian Universalist. Today's reading is for the interim time from To Bless the Space Between Us by John O'Donohue, and it is adapted. You are in this time of the interim where everything seems withheld. The path you took to get here has washed out. The way forward is still concealed from you. You cannot lay claim to anything. In this place of dusk, your eyes are blurred and there is no mirror. No place looks like itself. Loss of outline makes everything look strangely in between, unsure of what has been or what might come. As far as you can, hold your confidence. Do not allow your confusion to squander this call which is loosening your roots in false ground, that you might come free from all you have outgrown. What is being transfigured here is your mind, and it is difficult and slow to become new. The more faithfully you can endure here, the more refined your heart will come, become for your arrival in the new dawn. I have to be honest, it, it doesn't really feel like uh, New Year to me. I don't think I've registered that it's the, um, that it's the New Year. So I, I, I was just sitting here thinking to myself, I, maybe I should say it again or something. Ah, Happy New Year, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, 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 here we are, here we are. Um, so, so the title of my hom, oh, wow. Normally the title's there, I clearly was going to do that later. Um, <laughs> the title of the homily today is Entrances and Exits because we do have before us a ritual. I know for many of you folks, the burning of the grudges is the, is the, um, annual ritual here, and we're going to do that, but just slightly different, but I'll, I'll get to that later. But this had me thinking about entrances and exits, this burning of grudges, the new year, this kind of coming and going, because I think a lot about how we begin and end something. And actually, I, I was talking with both Reverend Nathan and Reverend Heather about this very thing a couple of months ago, as, as beginning here has been and, and is, for me, a significant entrance. I didn't really realize, though, until I started writing this, how much entrances and exits have factored in my life, as I was reminded of my time in in theater school, where there's a great deal of emphasis put on the moment before the entrance and where the character is headed as they exit. Essentially, what was it that informed them to come in, and what is it that's drawing them as they exit? And maybe it's just me, but I don't really think this way consistently in my everyday life. 
I've, I've certainly tried. When we first moved to New England, I really struggled with commuting to work. I, I had about a, oh, 45 minute to an hour commute, give or take. And I, I had never had so lengthy a commute and certainly not by car. I'd always lived in cities where I could either ride a bike or take public transportation. So sometimes after driving home, I would sit in my driveway and sort of try to sort myself before entering the house. But in truth, I, I don't think it really helped, at least at that time anyways, because usually I just ended up feeling, feeling bad about myself that it, it didn't seem to have worked. It, I, I still was fairly agitated once inside. But over the years in reflecting about this, I actually think what happened there was that I tried to start a new practice. And of course, when it proved difficult, I turned from it. Because of course it was going to be difficult. I was now drawing my attention to my intentions, which of course is revealing in good ways and difficult ways and certainly humbling ways. And it was so for me. Because I do want to be a person that lives more intentionally, more deliberately. And sitting in my driveway was certainly an example of that. But as I mentioned, this has been a difficult process for me because I developed at a very young age a sense of surviving. Uh, I'll call it my primary managing behavior. But over the course of my life, it has become clearer to me that being intentional and surviving, they don't really go very well together. I mean, can I really, I, I, I've wondered this, can I really set a life giving intention while simultaneously trying to just white knuckle my way to the next moment? In my experience, the answer is no. It's actually been more like um, pretzel living, you know, lots of contorting. And so I've been curious though about this, about the kind of space that would be needed in order to be able to set intentions. And this was the case before the pandemic that I thought a lot about this. But now, now that we're still within it, I even feel more urgency to ponder this, this need for spaciousness. Because even on our best days dealing with the pandemic, it still really feels a lot like surviving, right? I don't think I'm alone in this. So looking back at this process of entrances and exits, my experience is that, is that we mostly think of entrances and exits when they're, they accompany a huge life event, like, oh, thank goodness that's over, or, or something like, I'm, I'm so excited to begin this new chapter. And yet, when we only focus on this one aspect of entrances and exits, my, my sense is that we inadvertently deny much of our reality because we are doing this all the time, entering and exiting. When you navigate a parking lot, errands, think of all the times you enter and exit a place throughout errands, not to mention all the people you encounter along the way, right? Every time you purchase something, and that's not even to think of relationships, right? So just looking at our families, you have one interaction in one part of the house, and then, then you have another in a different part of the house, and then you're on the phone with another family member, and, and then, and then, and 
then. Every day, all day, we're entering and exiting. But what about, what about all those times? I'm, I've been asking myself, am I intentional with those times? I mean, this question would have been more than enough to chew on before the pandemic. Am I as intentional about all these little moments as I can be? But then you add to this question the pandemic, and now we're getting closer to how we're actually living, and why, at least to me, you have this feeling, this, this surviving feeling. Because the, the pandemic has foisted, to, to put it mildly, many entrances and exits upon us. So it is then, I think, as the poet John O'Donohue names in our reading from today, we are in the interim time. And I think then we must heed when he instructs us to endure here. Because I understand O'Donohue's endure here to be a call, a, a gentle nudge of encouragement to lean into unknowing. And that leaning into the unknown is the intention that focuses one at the place of betwixt and between. Which brings us to our ritual this morning. There are as many different ways one can intend to occupy the threshold place as there are people. So ritual then creates a, a kind of container for us as individuals to collectively inhabit this place and time, this sort of door jam place where we can practice this enduring. So you have before you the old ear, represented by the candle here on this table here. This, this represents the old ear. And then this space over here is the threshold beyond the candle. So I encourage you to use your imaginations. So the idea is that there's a doorway here between the candle and this space over here. And use your imagination to create whatever sort of doorway or threshold you would like. For me, it would be a round, hobbit-like door, very similar to the one that greets people at Bag End. But that's just me. Now this morning you received two pieces of flash paper and a writing utensil. Does anybody need any of these things? A writing utensil, a flash pencil? Great. Thank you again to Hank and Dara for handing those out. Okay, so for the folks at home, you too are engaging in this ritual, but you will need tissue paper and a glass or bowl of water. Now, one piece of the flash paper, you will write something you want to release from this past year. This is sort of the grudge, if you will, or it doesn't need to be a grudge. It can just be something that you will say kindly rather do without or feel like you're ready to let go. Um, the, uh, okay, so, sorry, something that you're ready to let go of. So don't overthink it. I often overthink many things, but <laughs> I would encourage you to just give yourself a moment and whatever presents itself, then that's, that's the thing that needed to be or wanted to be written down. So on the other piece of paper, you will write something that you want to pick up in the new year. And this is sort of the adjustment to this ritual is that because perhaps it was out of this place that I had this feeling sitting back here of like, oh, is it really a new year? I just, I needed a little bit of levity. Uh, we wanted to have in this ritual something that f 
focuses our eye or turns our eye towards the new year and potentially something hopeful. So on this other piece of paper, you will write something you want to pick up. And you may naturally be thinking of an intention for the year. But intention is an interesting word. And earlier when I spoke of wanting to be an intentional person, I think there's an important distinction to make between this word and other words. Intention is not the same as resolution. It's also not the same as a goal. My sense of intention is that it's aspirational, having little to do, in fact, with the outcome. And this is the important bit. Whatever you decide to write down that you want to pick up, allow this to reflect only this moment, the one in which you wrote it, because you may only end up picking it up for a few months, a few weeks, a few days, a few hours, and maybe not even at all. Because remember, the important bit here is to endure here, to give attention to your intentions. This ritual is reminding us that we most often are in the in-between moments, the entrances and exits. And as it is there, that's where our attention is needed. So intend on that. That's what this ritual is asking us.